This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program of pleasure and eating and dining and drinking and all of that. We'd love to hear from you. If you're in from out of town and somebody has turned you on to our station, I don't know how you'd find it on your own, but I guess it could happen. Uh, And if you're looking for information about good places to dine on uh, this evening, or over, or tomorrow, or all the way through New Year's Eve and maybe beyond. Uh, call me. That is what we do here. I give you opinionated ideas of what I think are the best restaurants to dine in and uh, other ideas about uh, taking advantage of the fact that uh, New Orleans, once again, has been named in uh, Food and Wine magazine as the most fun, most delicious, and most everything uh uh, restaurant town in the, in the whole country, and uh, I agree. But then again, I you know I'm, I'm biased a lot, being a local guy as I am. Our number is two six zero six three six eight. You're always welcome. If you're wondering, gee, I better wait until he starts up talking about what I want to ask him about, and that way it'll merge right in. Uh, don't bother with that. Uh, you are always welcome to bring up anything you want along a food and wine uh, or beverage uh, matter, and we're always ready to go with it, and uh, we'd love hearing from you. 260-6368. 260-6368. Remember, this is the only program of its kind anywhere in America that I have been able to find, uh, with the exception of a, a couple of programs that are like one hour on a Saturday or a Sunday uh, we are here every day, two hours, and that's our minimum. And we're here on the weekends uh, and uh, with the weekends when there are not football plays, football uh, 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 games, and you know, you know all the things that uh, can go on. You <clears throat> you can't just do one thing; you have to enjoy many things. Or, or do you? I don't know. You 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 have some ideas about that? We're nothing if we're not here for I, with ideas and are ready to listen to some of yours. Call us, would you? 260-6368, 260-6368. Our program today is sponsored by Trinas. Trinas is in the Hotel Intercontinental. This is a very nice hotel. I've stayed in it a couple of times. Uh, you know, I'm trying to remember why it is that we would stay in a hotel in our own town other than for, well, my wife and I, we celebrate our anniversary just about always at another hotel. And so, so you know, that's a nice thing to do. So maybe that's what it's all about. But anyhow, their everyday restaurant, their casual dining restaurant, no, no super fancy prices or no super fancy dress needed or any of that. Uh, <clears throat> over there at the uh, Intercontinental, here is this restaurant called... Trinas. It's the the name is a reference to what some of the Cajun fishermen do when they go out uh, hunting their fish, just to make it easy for them to find it the second time around. They build what they call Trinas, uh, and a Trinas will take you from point A to point B in the easiest way, and they do that uh, just by you know digging or chopping down this path, and that's what that's all about. By doing it, they're not going to show you how to do that or why you should. But uh, they do want you to know that if you're looking for some good local food, you will find it there. And this is uh, unusual for chain uh, restaurants, which is basically what uh, hotel restaurants are. Hotel restaurants 
I've noticed over the years, as long as I've been doing this, they tend not to be all that great. They, they put on a big show, kind of expensive, but sometimes the food and the service isn't up to it. That is not the case at all at Trinas. I, I found that to be true the first time I went there. The only other thing that I like even more than that situation is that they have uh, a section of their kitchen devoted to oysters, starting with raw oysters and then grilled oysters and then oysters of their own devising, served on the shell, baked in the oven, Rockefeller and Bienville and all the rest of their fun friends. Uh, the, all of that is there. And if you like oysters, and if, especially if you like all these fancy oyster dishes, that's a place to go. They, uh, I can hardly name you one that's better. And they're right there in uh, the Hotel Intercontinental. That's right across the street from One Shell Square, which I see is changing its name to the, uh, uh, to, for the bank. Uh, let's see, the, uh, I never remember the name, or the name of my bank, and it's, you know, it is my bank. Anyway, they, that's where they are, right across the street, 444 St. Charles Avenue, right off Poitras. Seven days a week, lunch and dinner, live music, uh, most evenings with uh, kind of a folky sort of uh, sound to it, world worth listening to it, uh, because they have good cocktails right next door. Right there, their, their bartenders are quite good. Anyway, it's Trinas, T-R-E-N-A-S-S-E. They are right there in that hotel, and I think you'll be very happy having gone there. I'll bet you they're doing something nice for Christmas, well, New Year's Eve. 2606368 is our telephone number. That's two. Did you get that? Two? Okay. No, not two twos. Two six O. Are you with me so far? Two six O. No, not two six O two six O. Let's try it again. Two six O six three six eight. Ah, that one was clean. Two six O six three six eight. Call us up. Tell us where you've been eating. Tell me what you're looking for. Tell me if there's a restaurant you're looking for that has a certain kind of a dish that you really love and nobody else seems to have it. Call me, and uh, I'll tell you where you might find it otherwise, because uh, I know where of you speak. Uh, but that happens, you know. That, that uh, That's something that has to be dealt with, especially if you're a gourmet. And you are a gourmet, because if you're even listening to this program a little bit, uh, that's close enough for me. So uh, we'd love to hear from you one way or another. Two six zero sixty three sixty eight. Oh, you know who's coming up this hour? Chef Andrea is going to put in an appearance, and we're going to find out what the, he's doing over at his place for uh, New Year's Eve. It should be a good one. We're being visited on the phone by A W G. Hello there. Where are you at? Hey, in the seventy four Dodge Dart once again with his new HD Perfect. radio, so I can uh, hear you. And are you having fun with this? Is it working out fine? It's working great, man. Well, good. I'm glad to hear that because there are, so there are some people who call me who swear to me that it doesn't no good at all. That's all right. Oh, it works. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, what's up? Hey, so uh, I got a car full of people here, and we, we just went and ate someplace, and it was, it was really good. Had a nice day. And uh, the subject of baked macaroni came up because uh, they had baked macaroni. Truffles in it, and it was like to die huh. for. <laughs> I'll bet you. Uh, I, it's interesting the food cost percentages on that. The uh, make macaroni and cheese makings 
are, you know, almost nothing except for the cheese. The cheese is expensive, or, or relatively speaking. But truffles, you are talking about something that can really get expensive, but it is good with exactly as you just outlined. That would be, if you ask me, a, a terrific thing. It, it, it was unbelievable. Yeah. It was at a place called the Country Club. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a very interesting restaurant, isn't it? I mean, it, it looks like a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we did an uh, eat club dinner there about six months ago, and it was uh, it was terrific. I've been back several times since then. You liked it? Yeah, it was great. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. All right, so we have a question about uh, baked macaroni. Yeah. So I have a recipe that I got from my grandmother, and it's delicious. It, yeah. it really is good. I use sharp cheddar cheese uh-huh. and uh, some other things and uh, other cheeses. And it really tastes good, especially right when I make it. It's real creamy mm-hmm. and delicious. But usually I'm making that when I'm going to to an event or, or a party or something. Mm-hmm. And by the time that you're serving it, it's more like a cake, if you will. Yeah. Right up. It's still good, but it doesn't have that same, you know, creamy uh, softness to it, silkiness, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I've had baked macaroni at other places, and other people have made it, and there seems to be creamy. What is it that you do to make it that way? Add cream. I use heavy cream. That was a smart-ass uh, kind of thing to say. Do you know uh, the the classic recipes I've seen on this? Almost always they don't use whipping cream or half and half. Although some of them use half and half, but the, and I think that's what my wife uses. Uh, as a matter of fact, I might just go call her to come in here and tell us how she makes her mac and cheese because she's she's nuts about it. But uh, the um, the the most common uh, vert uh, place that uh, excuse me the most common recipe for making this. Involves sell, uh, uh, not not uh, oh gosh, it's it's the, no 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 it's it's uh, it's the, the stuff that comes in a can. It's pet milk, you know, carnation oh, milk. Oh yeah, yeah, evaporated. That's, That's what right. I was hunting for. Uh, uh, it's it's that that kind of stuff, and you use that, and it's, for some reason that doesn't ever seem to break down. I know some very serious chefs who use it as an ingredient. It would seem like the kind of thing that the last thing you would ever use is something like that right off the shelf. But uh, indeed, it it works for that, I think. Uh, Although my wife takes it to an even. Yeah, yeah. And also, uh, when you do this, do you heat it up at the location where you're serving it, or do you do it at home and then hope it keeps on going? That's kind of how it is. You heat it at home, hope it keeps going. And you know, once yeah. it's out for, you know, heck, 15, 20 minutes, it, it, it firms up and, and you're cutting a cake. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, it, it doesn't uh, hurt. Uh, it doesn't take long to do it at the location uh, where you're going. And if they have an oven at all, that's the way I would do it. I would actually heat it there instead of at home. It, it'll definitely come out better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, well, well good thanks luck. a lot. And hey, ciao, arrivederci. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, <laughs> arrivederci a tutti. That means uh, arrivederci for everybody. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, a guy just called me up.
and he loves macaroni and cheese, and he had some people over, and he does this fairly often, and he was wondering how to keep his macaroni and cheese from tightening up to the point where you have to cut it with a knife instead of spooning it up with a big spoon. And I know you are a practicing master of, uh, of macaroni and cheese, and so I was hoping you could vouchsafe us with some, uh, some of the tips that we need to make it well. And now the next voice you hear will be that of, of my wife, Mary Ann. Well, first of all, I don't really have a problem with cutting it with a knife. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Um, I, I just, uh, it's my, my recipe for mac and cheese is just so simple. It's, um, you know, I grew up on macaroni and cheese that was really actually very good, but made with uh, canned cream yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and margarine there you go. <laughs> and and it was never Velveeta or anything like that it was real cheese grated cheese but that's what I grew up on but when I married Tom you know I was um, I was elevated to real food and I never ate margarine again or trans fats or any of the things that were staples of my diet growing up. So when we uh, switched to the mac and cheese uh, here at the house, we used real whipping cream, heavy whipping cream. And I don't use butter at all in it anymore. It's just so impossibly simple. It's uh, macaroni boiled to the point where most people would say it's not al dente. I don't think mac and cheese should be, first of all, I'm not a big macaroni or pasta al dente fan to begin with, but it's it's soft macaroni and cheese. It's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's that sweet spot, I call it, where it's just done right. So it's, you know, we taste it, and when it's, it's soft enough. That's it. I uh, put some salt in that while after you've rinsed it, uh, and then I fill up. As first of all, I use a, a several different kinds of macaroni just to make it interesting, and then put it in a pan. And there should be an inch of cream at the bottom after you've doused the macaroni. And then uh, the other component is cheese to a ridiculous extent. So. No, 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 I don't use any Parmesan oh, cheese. Okay. We're we're uh, Cabot white cheddar fans, ah. and uh, and what New I do, England, right? yeah, my mom used to labor. I mean, my mom used to layer the mac and cheese, and so I do that too. I'll put like uh, it in a, maybe a three-inch high dish. I will put one layer, and it will be covered with cheese, and then. We'll do it all again and put that second layer covered with cheese. And Mary Lee and I have an extra step, which which most people probably would think is too much trouble. But when when that top layer is cooked to sort of a crunch, you know, we will uh, dissect it and flip it over and then cover that with cheese again. <laughs> so, you know, the, I guess the main uh, point I'm trying to make is you can never have too much cheese in mac and cheese. So that's it. That's really, it's that simple. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, dear. There you go. And uh, most of the time she makes that. There are other people in the room, like on Thanksgiving and Christmas. And a lot of them have brought their own macaroni and cheese. And so there's this competition that goes on. But that one really is good. But it is really rich, too. I mean, there's so much cheese in there. Really rich. I actually get 
she gets email questions. When can you what? Oh, I see. So that's a draw to get people to show up to family uh, family events. <laughs> well, why not? There you go. Well, we've answered that question, I think. You know what's going to happen now, and I wish it would, and that is if you make macaroni and cheese and you've got what you think is the magical recipe for it, call us up and tell us about it, would you? We'd love to know that. I'm not kidding. I don't know why. Nobody wants to call us anymore. 2606368. It's nothing I did. I don't think so. 2606368. I don't don't get into the uh, macaroni and cheese thing because I think of it as kids' food, and that's the last thing I need to eat. You know, once you get to be an adult, you you really ought to move on to something else. But that's my opinion, and who's to say that I'm not nuts out of my mind? 2606368. We'd love to hear from you about your way of doing macaroni and cheese, or anything else that has to do with food, drinking, eating, growing your own food, buying your own food at the store, and everything that goes into feeding the people you're responsible for. We want to hear about it. We're always here to do that. That's all we do here, and so uh, give us a call. Why not? Hello there. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's fun to be here with you every day talking about the food scene around our great city. And I don't just say that to make it sound like I'm a, uh, one of the boys who uh, goes along with every flag waving that is out there. Uh, I genuinely have a, a long appreciation, lifelong uh, appreciation for our hometown. I love it here. I can't imagine being anywhere else. And uh, the main reason for that is the excellence of our food. And in case you didn't hear, earlier today I uh, got an alert from Food and Wine magazine, which is a national magazine about food, as you might well imagine. Very good one. They've been at it for a long time. And they have named what they say are the 20 best cities in America to eat. They didn't say, if I remember right, I have to pull this thing down so I can look at exactly what the criteria were. But uh, I don't think they were referring so much to uh, atmosphere and to uh, uh, ingredients. Well, probably ingredients were in there. Uh, but uh, anyway, they uh, just said, well, you know, these are the most fun, the most, uh, the most uh, exciting to go to. Number one, New Orleans. Well, I like it. not like it's a big surprise, but it's always great to read things like that. And thank you to uh, Food and Wine magazine for uh, recognizing what we're doing down here. And we're doing it because it comes naturally to us. We have our cuisine is locally grown uh, from a long time ago with all those background forces, you know, the French people and the Spanish people and the African-American people and the people from all over the world. Really, you know, that's our that's our country. And that way we get all of these unusual flavors and uh, just have a great time with it all the time. 2606368 is our telephone number. One idea that is missing in the restaurant world. These An days. idea that's missing in the restaurant yes, world. Yes, a hear. restaurant that serves nothing but leftovers. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that is actually true of just about all restaurants. They and do? I bet, you didn't, I bet you weren't thinking that you would hear that, but it's true. <clears throat> there are, explain yourself. I, I'm going to explain myself right now. If you have the most expensive, hoity-toityest uh, chef 
with the greatest number of medals on his uh, on his coat and the highest um, chef's hat, you know, showing that he is the top guy in the in the uh, in the brood. Uh, they go back into their kitchen, and you will see that all the bones and all the junk left over from chopping up for the uh, prime rib, all of that goes into a big pot. It makes uh, beef stock or who knows what else, which will show up in a whole bunch of other recipes. And indeed, I mean, this is what great chefs do. They take everything and they get something out of it. And that is uh, true from the ones that have big budgets and can just fling it around as much as they wanted to. But more often... Uh, by the the chefs that have been really well trained and know how to use the leftovers. Yeah, but you uh, know, wait a minute here. But there is yeah. no restaurant in town that has on its menu yesterday's yeah. mac and cheese. Yesterday's, well, that's true. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, why don't you open that? It <laughs> sounds I'll like do, a good idea. Yeah. I'll uh, arrange it with the boss to give you free commercials for <laughs> Thanks. it. And, uh, we'll, <laughs> Thank you very mm-hmm. much. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, well, uh, see, that, you know that that, that that nobody does that. You know, you got to no. think about these things. I, I, you were speaking earlier about t- taking back uh, gifts that uh, that you were yeah. given. You know, exchanging them like that. And in our house, we have a uh, a thing that we do. Uh, all of the all of the gifts under the Christmas stick. Are, yeah. uh, the Christmas stick. Yes, the Christmas stick. <laughs> okay. You don't even have to explain that one. <laughs> I won't. Anyway, they, we, we've decided to put everything in the same size box, wrapped with brown paper, and mm-hmm. no labels on them whatsoever. <laughs> so, you know, the, the tradition. Now the, yeah, the tradition is, yeah. is that, uh, it, that any gift we get is a total surprise. Like, mm-hmm. uh, for instance, we we open our first gift simultaneously, my wife and I. Uh-huh. Now, m- the gift that I opened was a wonderful negligee. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. I, and, you know, I, no, wait a minute. Just... I'm not done yet. I'm not done okay, yet. No, okay, okay. No, no. She, while, while she opened, her gift was a, uh, a wonderful, warm, long, uh, long johns with, you know, the kind with the trap door <laughs> in the back, you know, that, that good. And then we did the Christmas thing. We exchanged gifts because the negligee uh, was too small for me and the, yeah. the long johns were too large I for wouldn't, her. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy anyway to be seen like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I never see you like that because I don't want to see that. Well, I mean, you know, you won't because you're over there at the ranch and I'm over here at the studio. Yeah, well, man, that works out perfectly. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'll remember that next year. Uh, it's in, we, we it's have this indelible weird... now, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, well, what, what has happened uh, for Christmas and, and birthdays and everything else is that uh, the Marys get basically nothing. But they uh, get other projects that cost money. For example, they were about to head off to Germany. Uh, they d- decided against it because the weather isn't good. Uh, but uh, uh, my wife has been telling me for years, don't give me anything for my birthday. Don't give me anything for our anniversary day. Just give it to this charity or that charity or, or, or this thing or that thing. So it's uh, we never see the end of it. But they always give me actual presence which i personally prefer not that i you know have anything against the, the uh uh the charities you know so uh I don't know, that's that's as far as i can go with that with without boring everybody silly as if i haven't already done that gregory joins us 
uh, with enough time to say a few things anyway. Gregory, you there? Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah hi. Happy New yeah. Year, Uncle Happy New Year. Okay. I was uh, a kid. Huh? But, but I, I only have a few minutes or 30 seconds. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, I'll let you know. You're in good shape right. right now, unless we waste uh, a lot of time on this. Because we shouldn't no, waste a no, lot of time I, on I, this, because no, then what will happen is we'll be jabbering about nothing. Oh, that's, well, oh I'm I sorry. Very, I was doing it my What? I was very excited to hear that the old Rue 127 is going to become one of, uh, uh, oh, God, not, you know, I'm getting like you. Ah, uh, thank you. Female Thanks chef. For reminding me. Uh, Female um, chef? Uh, Veronica, yeah. no, no, the, who used to be oh. at Gotros, maybe? I think that's her. Um, yeah. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway. Well, it wouldn't be, be Susan Spicer. Uh, no, it's not Susan Spicer. No. She no. has too many restaurants now. She's, yeah, <laughs> she's got a handful. Yeah. She's got a, uh, what is it? Semenic, Domenic, uh, Hemenic? Yeah, yeah. Sudzemenic. Sudzemenic. Yeah, she is terrific. I'm very happy to hear that. And I wish her luck because that that restaurant, that little restaurant, that funny little restaurant, oh, I loved it, it, so. is, it was always terrific. And they had a succession of chefs coming through and, and then dumping out yeah. after a while. And the only problem they have is that that's too small a building to, right. to, to believe that you're at the end of the game uh, going to have a profit because you know, little restaurants – now, yeah, and to which, put out the food they did. I mean, this was. I mean, yeah, it was be fantastic. Borderline haute cuisine. Yeah. It was. <laughs> on and, and, I on think the, the other hand, they did there, and the sweetbreads were top notch. Talk about oh, little really. restaurants. The name Frank Brightson comes to mind because his restaurant sure. is, is really very it's small. A little but bigger. He's, it's a little he's, bigger. He's done. Uh, he's done very well over the years. So it can be that curse can be beaten. He's a personal favorite. I've always liked favorite. where Susan Menick has worked, and I'm looking forward to this. And i got to tell yeah. you, my favorite mm-hmm. Revion dinner, and I got to go to six of them this season. Yeah. And it was it was definitely Antoine's. Yeah. Antoine's well, was my favorite. That makes it, sense, it, yeah. It was, it was just first class all the way. I mean, you know, oysters on brochette and, the, you know, the, you know, the, yeah, oh, gee whiz. I could go uh-huh. on and on, and service was excellent. Oh, I know I the mean, feeling. Uh-huh. And uh, just just something about the lighting of that place at that time of the year just makes you want to celebrate. And uh, yeah. we did the Café Brulo and all that at the end, too. And, That's uh, it. Or the Café Brulo is what they call it. And that was just that was just incredible. Yesterday you were having trouble remembering that name. You were telling which, a young lady. Which name? You, you, you couldn't remember Cafe Brulot. Yeah, oh, I, I couldn't, and I, I knew there was a Brulot in there, but I forgot about the cafe, and that should have been obvious because cafe is coffee. Right, and, uh, and I that's was thinking just a little bit, and I was going to phone in, but I was too busy. I didn't want to, you know, you know. Oh, you, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't embarrass me. I'm very, very hard to embarrass. Uh, I know. Well, so, anyway. what has your favorite Revion been so far? You know what? Uh, each day I pick out one to, to just highlight their menu. And the one I have for today, I don't know if I'd say it's the very best because that's hard to do for anybody other than the Pelican Club. The Pelican Club is so terrific. I agree. Uh, I and they, them too. their menu is extremely extensive. And, uh, you know, the, I find them hard to beat. But there's this little place 
Uh, actually, it's not all that little. It's called Bar Francis. I think that's how they pronounce it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I haven't been there this, yet. I know where this it is. is. It's on uh, it's on uh, Ferret Street. Mm-hmm. And now, most of the restaurants around Ferret Street are hamburgers, yeah, hot dogs, yeah, hot other dogs. sandwiches. <laughs> uh, yeah, hot dogs. Uh, and boy. also and, and poor boys and uh, things like, uh, well, ethnic restaurants. There's a sushi bar. There's a Chinese place. Anyway, it's mostly that stage of uh, cuisine. But these guys, mm-hmm. it's it's a French bistro, which implies like a certain amount of casualness. But uh, they uh, they really take it to a great uh, uh, point. And the, the dinners I've had there have been terrific. In fact, I think it's one of the best new restaurants of the year. But well, that's they definitely have, on my radar. They have a, a, a Revion. Let me read this to you. This will okay. blow your mind. Okay? First of all, the price is $50. For a four-course no. dinner, okay. All right, the here we go. Terrific this year, yeah. First, first course, you can have the crispy pork belly with chicory dried shrimp, uh, satsumas, mm. and red chili glaze, or you can have the duck egg yolk ravioli with smoked oh. onion broth and pepper jelly, or you oh can have goodness. the scal the scallop crudo with black garlic, yuzu, grains of paradise. That's a uh, kind of peppery-looking thing that comes from yeah. Africa. Radish, radish sprouts. Uh, those are the appetizers. Then the then there's an intermediate course. There's a she crab soup, served with butternut squash and dry sherry. Or you can have the market salad with pepitas, radishes, long pepper, honey <laughs> lavender, and white something. And then uh, then into the entrees: grilled pompano, romesco. That's a spicy sauce again from Africa. Octopus mm-hmm. and dill vinaigrette. Or Slow-roasted whole fennel, blood orange, house-canned uh, summer cherries. This is a vegetarian dish, obviously. And then uh, now the, the other entrees, grilled lamb loin with burnt rosemary, spetzla with pine nut gremolata, and natural I mean, once again something. I know what the gremolata is. Uh, yeah. Plaquemines Parish <laughs> honeycombs with St. Andre <laughs> cheese and uh, sherried apples. Or eggnog creme brulee. There's an idea. Um, Holy mackerel. Uh, bread pudding crisp. This whole dinner, four courses. You have at 50. least two choices in all of the courses. Fifty bucks. You are stealing this menu at that price. The, I would the name of this restaurant. Three appetizers. <laughs> now, the bad news is that the Revion is going to be cranking down for the year, certainly sure. by Saturday and certainly by New Year's Eve. You're not going to find uh, much in the way of Revion. But uh, too bad. Uh, go there tonight. Go there tonight. This this menu I is really... I've got to Mr. B's tonight, unfortunately. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to all oh. the other people who oh, are listening. Oh, yeah. Hey, all you guys, go there. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So hey, anyway, the name of the restaurant. Just let me let me put a finishing touch on this. Sure. The name of the okay. restaurant. Yeah, no, it's quite all right. Uh, uh, Bar Francis, F A R A N C E S. It's a, fr- a French bistro. Uh, the exact address is forty five twenty five for Red Street. It's a great looking place. Their food is terrific. Wonderful cocktails. Uh, very beautiful French uh, servers. <laughs> I add. I recall when they opened, their big thing was that they were going to really, calling it Bar Francis, they were definitely going to be an upscale bistro, but they were certainly going to emphasize uh, very good cocktails. Yeah, and they've done that, too. 
Anyway, that's uh, that was the featured Revion for today on my website. But okay. I, I, I'm going to try to get over there. That sounds like a wonderful menu to me. I wish I could. All right. Try well, anyway, I, I just wanted to ask you, are you going to have a New Year's Eve show, or are you going to be on the weekend, or is it all? Uh, no, I, I, I think I'm going to be here. I, I'm not sure, but I don't. I, th- I think I'm going to be on the air that day. Yeah. Oh, well, that'll yeah. be terrific. I, I'm, I'm just interested in see how many I, people are going to call in and say hello. I, I'm, anyway. I'm th- I'm throwing you out now because it's time. I know. I'm gone. All right. Bye. All right. Do we have anything uh, else that needs to be done before we shuffle off? Well, I think we're uh, we're <laughs> right on time, and I would like to take yeah. this opportunity to wish you and yours a very uh, happy, happy New Year. Yeah, one of those. Why, are we not open on Monday here? I have no idea. They don't, okay. yeah. what else they is don't tell me anything. Come on. You know, oh, yeah, uh, well. you know sometimes I just, you know, they just open my eyes, and here I yeah. am, you know. Well, you're not usually here on a Friday either. Well, no, that's that's yeah, true. That's, uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, thanks for being there, and uh, and I'll see you uh, whenever it is that I see you. That's right. That that will All be right. then, as opposed to and now. as opposed to now, and now is such a, a a bad actor, don't you think? And now I need something now. Uh, well, we are well, intermediate I, folk these days. Yeah, intermediate folk are the the best kind, I think. <laughs> What am I talking about? I'm just making it up as I go. Yeah, well, it's a good thing to do it this time around because we are making yeah. small talk. This is what's called small talk. Very little of of note. Yeah, no actually. constant, you know, no 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 content to to speak of. A little content. A little bit. A small well, I, content. I got Very a chance to content. talk them about the Revion dinner at Bar Francis, and I'm telling you, that that's, sounds good. That's a winner there. That's and at that price, it's that's hard to picture. But I, I can't wait. I'm gonna do it. All right. Uh, thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Uh, I don't know if I have a program tomorrow or not. The Saturday edition of the food show. I, I guess I better find out. <laughs> Probably I do one. Uh, stay tuned for more uh, sports news from every direction here on 105.3 FM HD2. Kenner, New Orleans, where the news is next over most of these same frequencies from CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Good night.